Come on in, grab a seat at the Reality Roundtable. I am Mags. And me, the big guy, as we discuss this week's Survivor Episode 5. Uh, I want to start with the opening of the episode, which I was waiting for all week. But I feel obligated, unfortunately, to discuss something that's happening on Lulu, and that is with Jake. Uh, the poor guy, he keeps falling, and then he has like these spasms once he hits the ground. He's had two in, is I think, two episodes, maybe two in three episodes. Not once are we seeing him being treated or checked on by medical staff. It's bothering me. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, I think it was two of the last three. The first time, you know, whatever. And then when it happened the second time, I think, well, Kelly came over because she's, she's like a nurse. But it, it happened so fast. I, th- I Honestly, I thought he was faking. Because then he got up, he, he fell, and then he got up right away. And then he's like, hey, uh, you, you can make fun of me now because I fell just like you. And then he was telling him. But yeah. then... But then I guess it was true, because then they, they went through, then they went through the whole his whole backstory about being overweight and losing all the weight and that kind of thing. Got up too fast or something, and they really haven't eaten, you know. So allegedly, yeah. The first time I thought he fell in the fire, I was happy that he yeah. didn't fall right. in the fire. Yeah, me too. And yeah. uh, and because he was shaking and stuff. And then the second time, I'm just like, you know, eventually they have to come check him. Obviously, they're checking him, but why aren't they telling us what's going on? Why don't they just say, hey, it's nothing, it's no big deal, or whatever? Like. To me, just to not even show it or address it at all. Yeah, maybe the fact that he just got he got up right he got right up and he sat down. He wasn't really like on the ground for five minutes. Maybe they would have. I would think if it happens again, I would think you you see the medical staff coming. Well, what happens when he falls and smacks his head and dies? What's well, not cause death on the man? No, that's not what I'm doing. If we separate it from from the actual like his actual well being from the actual game. Imagine if he gets pulled, you know, like because of these episodes. Right. You got two Lulus who quit, and then this third Lulu who's getting, and Lulu's probably an appropriate name at this point, a third Lulu that gets pulled because he can't stay healthy. At the very least, it would be unprecedented. And then another odd coincidence is that his closest friend is Bruce, who last season got pulled for medical. So now on to what I thought we'd be opening with, and that's the discussion after Tribal, which I thought was great. So Sifu obviously wants to know who voted for him. He tries to find an ally in D, but she was, uh, in my opinion, unnecessarily mean to him. She didn't need to be that nasty to him. All he did was ask if she was surprised, and she's like, what do you think? You know, what do you think, you dumb bastard? I didn't like it. Of course I was surprised. Did you, did you like having your name written down? And I thought that was also unnecessary, um, you know, because it wasn't like they were going, going against each other. They are supposed to be working together. They're supposed to be allies. Uh, on top of that, they cut away to her talking about how upset she was that Sifu didn't go home, which makes her look even more war- petty. Uh, what did you think about that that exchange? I don't understand all the hate for the guy. The, he, I don't remember him doing anything wrong. I don't remember him wronging anybody. Why, just because he was walking around looking for an idol once and they they didn't like that or something, and then he pretended he wasn't? I mean, everybody does it. I mean, yeah. he, didn't, he did nothing to wrong any of those people. And, I, and then they thought he had an idol, which he doesn't. And then, well, now he has a, you know, a fake one that he made, but... Well, which we'll get through. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, D, yeah, when they all said no, he's like, well, obviously, one of you dumb bastards fucking voted for me. So, yeah, so we have uh, special guest Chapo here. He's going to add something. I, I thought looking at the, uh, thank, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely, anytime. Um, I, I thought D's face was such an easy, open book to read. I am surprised that Sifu didn't zone in on her as the one that voted against him. I thought it was an easy call. She couldn't even look him in the eye. So I thought she was giving away her cards by not looking him in the face. And I, I can't believe that he didn't say that's the one. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping maybe he, maybe he knows it's her and he's just not saying anything yet. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. He said he said like I couldn't figure out who was gonna who who wrote my name down. It was hard to tell. Or they're sticking to their guns or something like that. He said. But yeah, I thought it was pretty obvious. I liked I liked when he immediately was like, I didn't write it down. I wrote down Sean with a smiley face, and then not one of the women could say anything unique about how they wrote it, which yeah. I guess is a smart thing to do in yeah. that moment. If you panic, you might uh, say what you did outing someone else inadvertently. And then he said, I whispered in Sean's uh, on, on, on his way out, and he said, no, he didn't write for me. And then they said, oh, he's lying. And then Steve was like, wait a minute. No, that's, that can't be true. He was he told me to write, write 100, 100%. Like, he, it wasn't him. He knows it's one of them, but he just can't figure out who it is yet. And they're like, oh, well, we definitely wrote down Sean. You know, <clears> that was it. It was like end of conversation. Go jump right. in the ocean. We definitely, like, it was so crazy that they, the way they handled that. But I guess in the moment, it was just kind of panic. The other thing about that that kind of was weird to me was why they were told to write that down. I think D told Julie, change a plan, put down Sifu's name. And I think Julie, I think the look on her face was like, you know, why, why, like, why are we doing that? When, right. When the Sean just said, I want to go home. Yeah. And that wasn't addressed at all, which I thought. I no. Thought yeah. Right. Another issue I had was where do they get off being mad at Sean? Uh, for telling Sifu that he voted him out. I guess I'm just upset with the whole way that they handled it. To me, that was also very petty. They're just trying to sh- throw shade his way. I mean, they yeah, don't want nobody, the guy's won. Admit, They didn't want to admit they 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 all you know they voted for that they, they whoever voted for Sifu, and then they were just trying to throw like, oh, how dare Sean like tell him in his ear that that he didn't <laughs> vote for him. The guy was being honest. The guy honestly said he wanted to go home, so yeah. he said, vote me out, and then he tells the guy in his ear, no, I didn't vote for you, and then they're mad at him. So, uh, you know, and they're like, we we were nice to him. We wanted to keep him. How do you, why do you do that to us? Like they knew him for a day and a half. Yeah, no, ridiculous. All right, let's go back to Lulu. Uh, I want to say that I was absolutely, totally wrong about Bruce when I said that he wasn't annoying the rest of the tribe. Uh, this this episode, we see that he was, in fact, getting on people's nerves. Yep. The, I guess I was totally wrong on that. The, yeah, uh, no shot. The third thing I want to discuss is Caleb. So, once again, doing a great job of befriending and mentoring a fellow survivor, Katura. Katura finds herself totally alone. I don't know what happened, where everyone went. So she does what any reasonable person would do. She goes and looks looks for an idol. So she's all alone. She goes and looks for an idol. They find her. They see her looking around, like digging into a tree or something. They ask her if she found anything, and her response was textbook terrible. And she's like, uh, I just got back. Uh, I was looking for papayas. Yeah. It's like clearly a lie. Everyone knew it was a lie. It was so obvious. But Caleb... As I started, Caleb pulls her aside. He's like, hey, everyone knew you were looking for an idol. Um, don't worry about it. Let's work together. She falls for a hook, line, and sinker, just like Emily did. He then goes on to say that everyone loves Kelly, which I thought was kind of new information. We didn't see that at all. And uh, he wants to work with her. So he's building up a strong coalition. We haven't seen him start to befriend Kelly yet. But uh, I thought that him going and and doing a great job of taking Katura aside and kind of building that personal relationship. He's now got two really strong personal relationships. And I, I would assume that that's going to continue. Uh, do you think he should work and will be able to work with Kelly? Yeah. I mean, we haven't, we haven't learned too much about Kelly, like no backstory yet or anything. Right. He's been kind of, she was, I think this last episode they showed her the most. So I bet you, I bet you next episode they start giving us some background on her and that she's coming to the forefront now. Caleb, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the text, but Caleb reminds me of uh, Wendell. He's playing playing a good game. Uh, you know, he, everybody seems to like him, like they, like like Wendell was. Yeah. So, 
it'll be interesting to see. You know, like he befriended Couture, then he had Emily. So he's playing a good game so far. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying, even though I don't have him in the pool, I'm enjoying uh, what he's been doing so far. Yeah, I, I found it a little interesting that they kept that in. I think you said something like everyone gets along with Kelly and I want to work with Kelly, something to that effect. I just thought it was odd because, like you said, we haven't seen her at all. Right. And they could easily just cut that and then do a whole episode basically on Kelly and how everyone's in love with her. And so it'll be interesting to see next episode if they do a follow-up to that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. So on to Reba. So Reba, Sifu continues to dig a hole you won't be able to get out of. Uh, you know, as if it isn't bad enough, two-thirds of the voters wanted him gone. He went around, made it worse by looking for that fake idol. Uh, it's probably the worst fake idol we've seen to date. Yeah, it wasn't much there. I know there's only so many, so many things you can grab. I mean, you can't take stuff off somebody's bag because that'll be, that's too obvious. Obvious, yeah. The only place you can take beads from is what? The tribal flag and like, well, a couple, like, I don't know what else you're going to put on there. A couple pebbles that, you, that look the same? I don't know. Yeah, I think I would have looked at the um, immunity challenges, the various challenges, to see if there's anything I could just grab. Yeah. In the, the moment, no one would even be paying attention to it. They wouldn't right. remember that it was there. But, but yeah, there isn't a lot of options for him. And uh, what made it worse, I think, is how he went around and told everybody. I don't know what he hoped to gain from it other than letting everyone know they had it, but it seemed like a poor strategy. To me, he, he should have gone on to, and told one person, you know, whoever he felt like, maybe I can gain the trust of this person because this would have had one of two outcomes. Either he does gain the trust of that person and he de- desperately badly needs an ally or right. two, the person goes and tells everyone else. And then it, it accomplishes the same task, just telling everybody, letting everyone know that he has this idol. It would have been a better outcome if he had done that because it just seems so fake the way he went around and told everybody. Yeah. I mean, if you're making a fake idol, you shouldn't be telling anybody. What's the purpose of making it then? If you're going to tell everybody. Yeah, I, I guess the only thing was he wanted them not to vote for. I don't know. Like, I can't, I can't figure out the rationale because they don't vote for you or they split votes or something, but you're not protected anyways. Right. So the, the best hope you can have is that they don't vote for you once and somebody else goes and then you find something later on. Like, maybe it just prolongs your stay by one episode. I don't know. Right. Another interesting decision came from Jemaya in an attempt to both uh, confuse Sifu and end his speculation about who voted for him when she decided to lie to him and say she voted for him. She then uh, she took it a step further by then explaining that strategy to the rest of her group and wanted the other women to pretend like they were upset with her for trying to vote him out. Yeah. He, the idea was that he would then not use his idol, which they thought he had, then he had this fake idol. So I guess maybe that was his strategy, was just confirming that he did in fact have this fake idol. You know, like because he had mentioned it before. He or he spent too much time on it, probably. What did you think of that strategy? No, I, I wouldn't have done it with what Jeremiah was doing. I mean, I, I, they, they all just said we have, that they voted for, you know, whoever, and then just kept it quiet and just go from there. Yeah. I feel like it's too much gameplay for no yeah. reason. Right. Yeah, they didn't need to do that. They don't know. That you, that's something you do after you lose the immunity and you know you're going to tribal. Right. That, that's something she just kind of sticks in her back pocket for later on, I thought. Um, but it wasn't. A, I thought it was a decent one if used at the right time. I just didn't think it was the right time. Finally, Bello, we see the emergence of a bromance. I don't know if people are still saying bromance, but I'm going to say it one more time here. I think uh, they still say it. Yeah. So the bromance between Drew and Brando. I believe that was Brando. They got that two of those. Nerd, the Nerd Alliance that they were trying to do. Yeah. So so they talked for what seemed like an entire afternoon about Pokemon. 
not interesting to me. They might as well have been speaking a different language. Yeah. But I do love Star Wars, so I can I can do the same thing with Star Wars and bore people to death too. So that's fine. I get how engrossed they can become. Uh, but what I thought was was uh, funny was Emily sitting on the side, sitting there, not really paying attention or paying attention. Like every once in a while, you might see her smirk, but definitely not interjecting anything. And then what happens is right in front of Emily, Brandon says, hey, I want to work with you, Drew. And then I'm going to pause right there before we get to his answer because I want to spend a little bit of time on Emily, if that's okay. So Emily's sitting on that log next to him with, it seemed like she had AirPods in, not able to hear what they were talking about. She didn't even look over to him. He didn't say, I want to work with both of you. He didn't say, hey, Emily, come here so that she could get a better listen. Nothing. It was like she wasn't even there. I wondered with the way that he was sitting, laying on the log, if he didn't know she was there, which we never got addressed. It just reminds me of those those Narcos memes with uh, Pedro Pascal playing Pablo El Chapo Escobar, and he's sitting around waiting. Have you ever seen those where he's just like sitting waiting? It looked like almost superimposed, like they just took her and stuck her there. And they're having this conversation that really should have been done in private with her just sitting there totally either pretending to not be there, pretending not to hear. The whole thing was just, again, strange to me. Yeah, there's yeah, there's, there's no way he didn't know she was there. I mean, but if you if you if you listen to them talk about the Pokemon, they they kind of cut it. It wasn't like a straight through conversation. It was like what what Katora was doing about Bruce, where she they, she kept going on and they cut it and then she'd say something and they cut it. And I think that's what they were doing in between. Cause it wasn't. Uh, so maybe she was talking at times and then talking and her just being like, enough of this crap already. You know, can you guys shut up? So that's basically what I got from it. Yeah, that, that, that makes a little bit more sense. So back to the answer. Brando asks Drew to be in alliance, and he says no, yeah, that was funny. which was hilarious and odd. Uh, there were so many different ways he could have played it. He could have said, sounds like a great idea, and lied to him. He, any number of things. Yeah, it was just funny. It was just talking after that whole conversation. Hey, you want to work together? He's like, no, nah, I don't think so. And no. he's like, all right. And he's like, he's got to be left. They started that whole thing with him saying, with Drew saying that he really liked Brando and that they were able right. to connect. It was weird. Yeah, that was uh, So then Brando then goes on and tries to make a deal to save himself, you know, later in the episode by selling Kendra down the river, which got really messy because both Drew and Brando said the idea of dumping Kendra was the other person's idea. And she had to determine, Emily had to determine who to trust, which then took an even more perplexing turn when Emily believed Brando and was ready to vote out Drew. <laughs> Yeah. But then Austin came back from his journey and trusted Austin, who wasn't there for any of this, right. more than the two guys she spent the entire day talking to. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that was weird. Did they have a relationship before that? I guess it speaks to Austin's ability to, to form relationships. We just haven't seen that yet. But yeah. for her, for him to come back and to just kind of flip the script again, the script right. again was, was, to me, just out of, out of left field. Austin, yeah, he's like he's kind of like Caleb. He, he talks to everybody. It seems so he, he's he's in the same boat as Caleb. I think as far as yeah. social. I just don't even know when he had the opportunity because he spent that. You know, they just got yeah. put together last episode. They had an immunity. They spent the whole day apart, just kind of right. All right, so on to the immunity challenge. Seemed like a new challenge. I don't remember seeing it. I thought it was pretty good. Not great, but a solid immunity challenge. What do you think about the challenge itself? It's the one where they go through some kind of like an obstacle course. Yeah, up and down, up and they said, yeah, they said on the podcast that they 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 did a trial run of that. They had, they watched people. They they take like a half hour or an hour to an hour 
they watch those uh, dream teamers that run the practice runs. Right. They had to watch them do it because they, they couldn't figure out how to go up and down the thing. Really? Yeah. It didn't seem that complicated. But then they had that, like, that long stick. They had to yeah. unravel the thing to drop it. And then they had the, all those bags, sandbags, whatever that they collected. And they had to knock over the, uh, those things. I like the slingshot ones because anything can happen. Some people get it right away. <laughs> it allows for uh, come from behind wins. You can always, and you can always tell by the editing of the music when he's like, you know, so-and-so for the wind, and he pulls back, and you hear the thing stretching, and it's like it drowns out the music. Then it, it's like in midair. Like the music kind of stops, and then it yes. flips the thing, and it falls, and then so-and-so wins. I mean, you can always tell. Usually, most times. Sometimes they trick you, but most times yeah, you can They're trying to win an Emmy for editing, I guess. Man. But Bellow lost, uh, and they're the ones viable. After that, Austin, J. Maya, and Kelly went on a journey to the top of the hill. They use the same hill all the time, I'm assuming. Yeah. And they get to the top, and they see a plate of food or several plates of food as well as some amulets, which kind of looked like, to me, they looked like fake immunity idols, actually. They didn't look like a quality yeah. item that they usually have. But uh, as a group, they had to decide on either the food or the jewelry. The two women, Jemiah and Kelly, they wanted, it was clear they both wanted the immunity, and it was obvious that Austin did not. And they made it sound um, like Kelly was the deciding vote because he, uh, immediately right. Austin said he wants the food because he was starving. And then Jay Maya said, definitely the advantage, because that's what we're here for. So then Kelly was like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm starving, and I can use the uh, advantage. So she was like the deciding you know, the deciding vote on that one. So obviously they agreed to go with the amulets. As a group, they get one extra vote if they're all played together. If there are two amulets um, still in the game, so someone gets voted out and they decide to use it, it becomes a steal a vote, which also, again, it's kind of not great. And then if there's only one person left with the amulet, it becomes a just a full normal full idol, which is, in my opinion, the best option. So, right. so it kind of pick pushes you towards one, one in one direction. This this particular advantage is not supposed to be helpful. I don't think. I don't no, think it's supposed to be helpful to the puts story. The, it's a target on your back. Boston's dead. He's like, shit. I want I want the idol. I'm going to get these other two out of here. Yeah. So clarify this for me. So if they use it, so say they're in all all, all when they merge. So they, if they all want to use it for an extra vote, that's it. They're all gone, and you, that's gone. The whole yeah, that's over. I guess it's designed just to go for the get everybody else out and use it for the one. Yeah, chaos, just chaos. Yeah, yeah. At a minimum, I think in this situation, two people know you have it, right? They're probably yeah. gunning to get you out because there's an idol. Is the you know like we said, the idol's the best part of it. Right. Um, the but 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 it only works as an idol if the other two are gone. So like you said, just just to try to get the other two people out. Let me bring in Chapo here. Chapo, what'd you think of the amulet? I thought they had diminished value. The the kid that I call Mario Lopez was <laughs> right for saying he didn't want to take it. He got dragged into it. He said something like it's unrealistic to think that they'd even all be able to agree right, on who right. used the extra vote on, let alone you know not try to get each other out. Secondly. There's yeah. not a thing in the world that would make me pass up that sandwich at that moment. <laughs> not a thing in the world. Hey, it's not Kung Pao chicken, but hey, it'll work. <laughs> if it was me, there are three there are three scenarios that popped into my head. And I would have to seriously consider which of the three to go with. But the first one is I'd go back to the tribe and explain exactly what happened and say, let's come up with a way to use this to our advantage once we get to the merge and get rid of those other two people. I'm not a hundred percent sure that would, would how that would look, but you got the, the the whole tribe there to kind of work together and brainstorm some ideas, and right. I'm sure they can come up with something. I think that that to me is a way to say, hey, this is a group thing. It's not for me. It's a group thing. Let's use it, and then we'll figure out who to who needs to be saved within our tribe with the idol at the, you know at the merge because it's then them against us. The second option 
I would go to the other two and say, hey, let's use this thing so we don't have a target on our backs. Use it right away. And if they aren't willing to use it, I'd start planning to either give the thing away, if that's even possible, or get the others out so we could use it. The way I would do it is I would go to one of those other two people and say, hey, let's get rid of this other person and use this as a steal vote. Right. And then the third thing that I would do is, I don't even know if you could do this, but I would hide it. I would hide it like it's an idol uh, so that someone finds it, thinks it's an idol. Then they try to use it. Even if they get the power that comes with it, um, it's gone. It's out of your hands. Uh, Obviously, you'd have to find someone with an actual idol so that you have one of the parchment or whatever. Or I would just hide it with no parchment if I couldn't find anything and hope that someone thinks it's an idol. I I I don't feel like that has any advantage because eventually people are coming for you. Yeah, okay. So I think at this point, let's just talk quickly about what happened before Tribal. I know we talked about it before. We'll just do a quick recap and then uh, the ultimate result of that Tribal. Brando tries to save himself by saying, let's vote out Kendra. I will give you my, I will give you my um, shot in the dark and that'll be good faith. Let's get rid of Kendra. Save me, please. And it gets back to Emily, and the two of them, Drew and Brando, are both saying that it was the other person's idea. Emily is really confused because she doesn't know who to trust, which then took an even more perplexing turn when she started to believe Brando and Kendra was working with them. We're going to get out Drew. She's ready to vote out Drew, but then Austin returns from what seemed like a day-long journey, and, and he convinces her that... Brando's the one that needs to go. That Brando is the liar. Two guys that she's been talking to the whole day, Brando and Drew, were not able to do what Austin was able to do in a very short period of time. It made it straight. It was strange to me because we haven't seen them interact at all. Right. And all of a sudden, Austin comes back, and Brando's the one going home because he convinces Emily that that's the person that she needs to kick out. And then when Austin goes to vote, he used his two of his advantages up there. Right. So right. he had three, right? Yeah, he had a yeah, he had three. He had so many of them, I can't keep track. But he had sacrificed his vote for the other advantage to make it last longer, right? Yes. And then he got that vote back when he used the one that he just got the goodwill advantage, I believe. The restore. Yeah. So basically he re- he used he essentially, if you want to just distill it down to the simplest facts, he, he used his restore to extend the life of his idol, even though that's not technically what he did. Right. Yeah, it was confusing because he had to give up his vote, but then he got his vote back. So he gave up his vote, extended his idol, then got his vote back and used his vote. And if he hadn't, if he hadn't been smart enough to do that, there would have been a tie, right? Uh, Yeah. And so ultimately, Brando ends up going home. Then, uh, you know, they're watching the preview for next week. It looks like they merge already after, like, switching to three tribes and... Some kind of merge, but then Jeff made it sound like, oh, are they merging? So I, I, there, might, there might be some kind of twist. Yeah, I would have liked one more week without the merge. But yeah, I don't I, know why. Like, How many people are left down? There's only there's There was one. groups of five, and they got rid of one, two. Yeah, 13 people. They can't possibly merge with 13. That's kind of big. Yeah, it's a large group. It's a very so large I, that's group. Why, that's why I don't I – don't, I bet you they merge to two tribes. I can't imagine them merging to one tribe with 13 people. So, yeah, I could see two. You do, yeah. I could see because he made he made it sound like you know the other guy Jay and, and Devin's were like, oh, you're merging already. He's like, oh, are we? Or are we? And then like he he made it sound like, well, you know, he could go either way, I guess. But I don't recall them ever merging with this many people before. No, I don't either. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week.
<laughs> I'm Mags. I'm the big guy, and we're out of here. Peace.